Yo, 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 it's C-Money on the Colin Shimwell Show. It's Wednesday, August 24th, and we're eating. Let's get it. Stun on niggas like a motherfucker, can't fuck. Would you let you my brother? If I say I love you, just know it's real. And I'ma love you like no other. And I'm originally from the Ville. You hear some noise, you better take over. I know some niggas that's in jail. My only prayer to keep it together. Yeah, you know what, that's it. It's time to get rich. It's time to get lit. A hundred percent. Let's go. I tell you what, we are absolutely feeling it today. Go check her out on YouTube. That's Wovica, W-O-V-V-O-K-A, on YouTube, 100%. Check me out on Twitter, at Soggy Margin. And as usual, we are not going to waste any time and hop straight on into the NFT news. So it seems like the quote-unquote blue-chip NFTs or the expensive NFTs are still reigning supreme or they're still wash trading the best. But looking at which blockchain has the most volume, we have Ethereum coming in at number one with $12.4 million in volume. Number two, Immutable X, which was also one of the number two traded NFTs, Immutable IO, and they have... Nine hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars in volume. Number three is Flow with five hundred and eighty-four thousand dollars in volume. Where is Solana? Hold on a second. Three Flow, four B and B, five hundred thousand dollars in volume. Solana digging in deep, holding the rear up at number five with only two hundred and forty-five thousand dollars in volume. Pretty nuts. A lot of people think that Solana is the clear number two. And to me, it's pretty obvious they're not based on the volumes, the money that's going on chain. It just the the uh, the narrative doesn't play out. It does not play out, which is pretty unfortunate for all the Solana maxis. But some people, they can't change their mind. They can't adapt. And that's where the money is to be made in the market is to the people that can adapt. So let's get to my favorite part of the podcast and talk about the liquidations. Now, for some reason, I got a thought. If people would like to start seeing the top sold NFTs that day, let me know. I mean, we could do it. But before, you know, we did it every day and... All it was was Board Ape Yacht Club. Board Ape Yacht Club, and it seemed like the scam of the week. So it didn't really seem like we were tracking anything. We were just seeing who had the biggest wiener. That's what it felt like. Who had the most money on chain? Who was doing this? Who was doing that? But it was also pretty interesting to see, you know, through the Tiffany time, we had CryptoPunks, they pumped. It's interesting. If you'd like to see that, just let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at Soggy Margin. Looking at the market, <laughs> I love my little side tangents. I really do. 24-hour liquidations is very low, sitting at $101 million. 33,000 traders were liquidated, a.k.a. straight up wrecked. The largest trader to get liquidated was an Ethereum USD trade on Binance. 
and it was for $2.35 million. Ooh. Ooh, that makes my stomach hurt. Really does. Kind of breaking it down, we have $47 million in liquidations for Ethereum, $20 million in liquidations for Bitcoin, $4.5 million in liquidations for Ethereum Classic, $4.32 million in liquidations for CHZ. That's actually Chili Token. I told you guys I was going to check it out. It's called Chili's Token. We are totally going to get into it in this podcast. So yeah, that's what we got. Let's check out the top trades. What's all the money doing right now? I'd hope they're short. That's what I'm saying right now. Before it pulls up, C-Money says short because I'm hoping short. But everybody, all my whale friends are posting long. Oh, baby triple. Everybody short all across the board. Everybody short, 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 short. <laughs> Not financial advice. We have $2.35 million or 1,400 ETH is short at 1,678 US dollars. We have 600 ETH or $1 million is short at $1,671. We have, these are all Ethereum. And you know, it's pretty, I want to say this real quick about the whole merge thing. We've been talking about the merge a lot on the podcast. If you don't know about tech products, they're usually held back. It's actually, that usually happens. So be wary of that. We got huge trades across the board here with that ETH trade. Uh, 1.7, basically $1.8 million. It was 82.68 Bitcoin is short at $21,640. Wow. Okay, that's pretty crazy. So looking at Chili's, they got these. They got this crazy. Um, they got this crazy website where it makes sure you're a person. It took forever to load. I've never seen anything like this in Web three. It says it's the world's leading blockchain fintech provider for sports and entertainment. Chili's developed the Socius.com sports fan engagement platform which is built on the Chili's blockchain infrastructure and uses money sign CHZ. So why all the liquidations? Well, I looked at the coin and let's see. Okay, so now I can't pull it up. Here it is. Chili. So it's it's 24 cents right now. It's valued at the total market cap is 1.3 billion dollars. It's down 5% today. It's completely dumping, but in the past 30 days, it's up 134%. I mean, this thing has been skyrocketing. It looks like a V-shaped recovery, but it also looks like someone knows that uh, this thing is a complete Ponzi and they're shorting this thing. And since it's going up, they're getting liquidated. So, looking out to short chilies. I like sports betting. It's just, it always seems too good to be true. I hate I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it, it usually seems that way. I'm always interested to hear what people's thoughts are. And maybe I need to do a deeper dive. Because clearly, clearly there's huge money being liquidated on chilies. But... 
going into some news stories, finally, right? This, this story was written by Francisco Rodriguez. The Bitcoin Lightning Network versus Visa and MasterCard. How do they stack up? I think this is a pretty good question. It's kind of biased to look at proof-of-work chains because proof-of-work chains usually are slower. They're more secure. They they take a little bit. And here goes the here goes the dumpster, man. It happens every every morning. It's crazy how often a dumpster goes through here. Like really, it's absolutely nuts. I'm gonna take one to that. So, Mastercard. They claim they can do five thousand transactions per second. So. That's far superior to Bitcoin 7. I think Ethereum can do like 13 or 32 possibly. But Visa is able to process 24,000 transactions per second. Their CEO said in theory they can handle up to 65,000 transactions per second. And everybody has a Visa card. You know, that's the cheapest that's the cheapest credit card if you're a bank or whatever to issue out because they got it like that. They're good at storing the, they're good at storing the data and keeping it keeping it tied up. Pretty cool stuff. I was just making sure I got everything. I didn't want to leave anything on the table there. So we have an automated market, basically, kind of like what Uniswap is, all smart contracts based on the blockchain, pseudo rare. Basically, they rug pulled everybody with 519 Ethereum. It was pretty bad. They roughly took $815,000 between three different developers. We can see it all on chain. It's pretty interesting, and we have all the addresses. They all received 173 Ethereum. And this is kind of a problem in the crypto industry. The story behind the story that's not written in the article is that a lot of these coders program backdoors for themselves to hack in the future. People don't even think about that. And that's like a big problem, so... This is why I'm bullish on Near. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think Near I think Near though they really do a good job. So going into our next story, there is another hack. So digging on into the three billion dollar DeFi exploit of Alcala's crypto platform. The exploit of Alcala's liquidity pools demonstrates how easily billions of dollars can be siphoned from DeFi platforms, potentially wrecking everybody. And it's it's over. Like seriously, it's straight up over when you wreck everybody. Oh my gosh. So what these guys were able to do was technically print $3 billion worth of Akala's AUSD stablecoin. So then the AUSD stablecoin crashed because $3 billion worth was just printed. And so they weren't able to get all of that out. They were able to get 
What were they able to get? Just, uh, just said it. 173 ETH each. So that's um, somewhere close to half a million, half a million dollars that they got out. So big, big L for the cryptocurrency market. But the the story is worse than the headline is worse than what it actually is. That's the main thing to know. Is DeFi risky? Yes. Does it need work to be built? Yes. But if we see curve, if we see curve being safe, it's good. If we see Uniswap stay being safe, it's good. There's core platforms in DeFi that completely have more, they hold more weight. We talked about how Uniswap DAO was the biggest DAO yesterday. So the ramifications of a Uniswap issue will be monumental on the crypto market. Kind of going into the next story. Popular Uniswap front end blocks over 250 crypto addresses related to DeFi crimes. They just they just picked up the 250 cryptocurrency addresses from Tornado Cash. That's exactly what they did. They took the USDC list and they straight up stole it or borrowed it, or whatever, used it, and blacklisted the same wallets. You didn't even have to be a malicious actor, as long as you used Tornado Cash, and I was looking at using Tornado Cash, luckily I didn't, but I think, I think I have podcasts of me supporting Tornado Cash, and so to see that people, like, they have normal names, like .eth names, are getting their stuff frozen, is completely against DeFi. I can't believe Vitalik Buterin is standing up for this. And this brings the question up, just like yesterday. People got their money back. The government stole it. This is completely against Ethereum's values. Completely against Ethereum's values. In my opinion. So we'll see what happens. It's funny because you see near ads all over this thing. I don't know if they're just, they're knowing that I'm doing this right now. And they're like, we need to get Hopefully he'll say something one of these days. <laughs> well, today's the day near. You know I love you guys. Alrighty. Sweets. Kind of a short one today. We didn't really have too much to um too much to too much to whine about, which is a good thing. It really is. We're working on the mic. We always change our settings on accident, trying to mess around with the volume and whatnot. So this one might have been a little quiet. Hopefully we can edit it in the post scripting. But the voice thing, the the voice waves look really small. So I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully it sounds really smooth. Joe Rogan, the bass is strong. Fingers crossed. We won't know till we get into it. But that's going to do it from all of us here at Web3TV. I'm C-Money. And don't just have a good day. Have a DeFi day.